a Shishkin Productions podcast. We invoke Martin Luther King like white people always do. I was going to say, we need to go ahead and add Martin Luther King's name to the list of names or things that white people just can't say anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Here, it's the group text podcast. We are back. I am Braxton. I'm Tia. I'm Chris. I don't know where Lauren is. <laughs> <laughs> She's in class. Uh, does she have class? I don't know. We're recording on a Thursday. Normally record on Wednesdays. She I feel like she every had class. Oh, okay. I'm going to start announcing Lauren as a special guest now whenever she's on. I know, right? <laughs> Shaw is fired. Mm-hmm. Um, get that degree, though. We have uh, to have April on because I did talk to her and she does have a mic. Oh, word. Mm-hmm. We can get April on, you know. There's yeah. no shortage of of cousins. <laughs> Damn, uh, sure ain't. <laughs> no shortage of cousins to go through. Um, yeah, it's been a week. Uh, it's retrograde this week. I feel like our first episode back was called what was it called? Mercury, Mercury and Gary. And Gary. <laughs> Wait, uh, so Mercury's back in retrograde? Yep. It's Shit. in retrograde right now. Retrograde has hands right now. I've been in a weird I mood. wonder if it was in retrograde on Monday when I lived through an earthquake. Probably. I don't remember when it started, but probably. Yeah, you did. You lived through an earthquake. How was it? I was scared to death, y'all. Like, I have not slept good since. Because <laughs> um, this is the biggest one I've ever felt. Like, I've definitely felt like two or three or two since I've been here. And that last one. Like my whole entire neighborhood was outside. Like, what the hell just happened? We what thought something. Fe- what does it well, feel like? Well, I mean, it was really quick. It was like not. I don't even think it was like ten seconds. It was just like a rumble, and then it was just a loud boom. So I thought because I live near the airport that maybe a plane crashed, or oh. someone hit our. Bu- it almost felt like a Mack truck hit our building. Damn. Because I live in a town home, so I'm connected to like two other homes. But um, yeah, like my neighbor even went and checked like the backyard because we legit thought a plane crashed. But Man. I was walking into the kitchen and it just shook like the house shook and it was a boom and it like made my head shake. It was like crazy. Interesting. I've never yeah. heard of like the boom <laughs> thing. But Chris, you lived in L.A. Well, so I'm sure it was right. The like- the epicenter was in my neighborhood. Kicker. Oh, yeah. Damn. I'm about to say she probably felt it. Ours, the ones we felt were like off in like the middle of the Pacific Ocean or something. So we got like the tsunami. I don't know you consider it like aftershock or whatever, but you got like tsunami warnings and shit like that. But nothing ever really came. But you can feel it. It's just, I, the ones like the ones I've lived through. It's so quick. By the time you realize something's happening, it's like it's it was over. Yeah, it's like what the yeah, fuck? Yeah, it was happened? just like a boom. It was like a rumble and a boom, and like the house shook. And I was like, "What the fuck?" Because I was like warming up something in the kitchen. I said, "Lord, I blew up the kitchen." <laughs> I ain't even cook, and I'm just warming up the spaghetti mom made. And so Man. then, like, I started hearing people like walk outside, and I was like, "Let me go." And we all and like my neighbor next door, like I literally thought she was going to have a heart attack because she was about to go to sleep because she goes to work at like a midnight and it was like six o'clock. 
Mm. And she was like, I'm really just about to go to work. And she did. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> she was oh. like, I can't stay here. She was like, I'm just going to work. I was like, damn. Yeah. I remember there was like a big one in Alaska. I think last year or the year before, one of my friends, he moved out there and he said it was crazy too. Like all the glasses in their house broke. Like I think that was like a really big one. But the whole time I lived in Charleston, there was never one, or at least not one that I felt. Um, well, so I've never lucky. actually, yeah, I've never actually experienced one. Not well, that I really you don't want, want to. to. Like it yeah. was horrifying. Yeah, I was scared. Oh, yeah, I found pretty sure they probably smaller ones probably happen all the time. Yeah, we have yeah. ten to twenty small ones a year, and that's probably the biggest one we've had. Like besides mm. like the big big one in the eighteen hundred, and I think there was a big one in maybe the 90s or the 80s or something yeah like that. Damn, not yeah, a big I, big one but a pretty big one right i got i was in charleston this weekend i got out i yeah. guess before that happened you know i made it out unscathed covid free <laughs> took a covid test yesterday actually i took two because i was like i don't know i took <laughs> no. one i took one the day that i got back on monday and i took one yesterday and they both came back negative i know i might go take uh, one tomorrow because i have my 20 year class reunion this year so yeah or this weekend so i definitely risked it all yeah. for about Mod six hours yeah moderna did its thing um you know so go get that vaccine uh because i was i wasn't even doing anything i mean i was in bars and stuff i no one was wearing a mask there was people out everywhere it was kind of insane um, was it not a requirement at the wedding to be vaccinated it wasn't uh it wasn't like i never felt crowded or anything at the wedding like the part that felt crowded was i like, had nothing to do with the wedding it was just like going out like being in a bar a crowded ass bar oh, yeah. with a bunch of people not wearing masks Oh yeah, and they don't give a damn here in South Carolina. So yeah, they were yeah. Our it numbers just are like, just going down, but like last week we was at like three and four thousand cases every day. Yeah. Today we had a hundred deaths. Damn. Yeah, it was, crazy. it was uh yeah. I mean, now nah, the wedding, like I said, the wedding was like cool. I never felt uncomfortable or anything at the wedding. It was just like more or less like just going out in between wedding stuff. I was like, oh, this is so dicey yeah um, yeah because at least here like you walk into a bar they're like let me see your vaccination let me see your id basically yeah None that's that how there. it is here too they ain't even asked for my id when i walk oh damn yeah i'm coming to visit y'all then because i don't feel safe doing anything here like i did do my class reunion but it wasn't like hundreds of people it was like yeah it's like maybe what, 40 50, 50 people or something like that yeah we were in a big room i i was like hell bent on wearing my mask but i caved um, but I had a great time and so far nobody's gotten sick. So I think we Yeah, I got my vaccination card in my wallet and yeah, they asked for vax cards and uh ID every fucking yeah. place you go. Damn, Not I didn't know Philly was doing that too. That's good. Yeah, you can't even you couldn't even join my gym unless you had a unless you're fully vaccinated. So Oh, that's good. We be in that's that bitch. Yeah, we be in that bitch good. naked. 
<laughs> you can breathe. We're all dogging the air. I know. That's what my friend said this weekend. We were texting today and they were like, we were so scared on Monday and Tuesday. We were like, do I have a sniffle? And my friend was like, yeah. She was like, Tia, like, we totally raw dogged the air. And I was like, I know. I was like, we really, we really risked it all. I was like, but we tested out them shots. Yeah. Word. Well, you know, let's hop into the old rundown here. Um, you know, familiar thing that we talked about. I, like, I think I said this last week, every week, there's a development. And I think this is, you know, what we all wanted to see. It's Britney, bitch. She's free, right? She's like, free. Like, she belongs to the well, streets she's free now. from her dad. <laughs> free from her dad. He's no longer her conservator. Word. So um, that's shout out a, to Brittany. Yeah, I haven't looked I, at like her Instagram page to see like what she posted afterwards, but I'm assuming it she was posted like, happy. her like flying in a helicopter. Oh, word. <laughs> damn! So she's real free. She real. She free free. But yeah, word. I watched. Um, Monica was telling me to watch this um documentary that they just put out on Netflix. It was actually really good, and like it didn't make her look bad or anything. It was just showing like all the times that she asked or had somebody do something to try to get her dad not to be her conservator. Mm. I mean, it was like, not just this time. It was like quite a few times over the years. And some of the people that, which I mean, you never know what's true, but some of the people that was in her life, like back then, like that Sam guy and that, that other Adnan guy, like yeah. I remember like they would always be in paparazzi pictures with her and they tried to make them look like they were like basically her handlers and like, but actually if you believe what they say in the movie, they were trying to like help and protect her. Cause she was really like on lockdown. Like she'd yeah. been in quarantine. So yeah. Yeah, she was quarantined was before it was quarantine. Exactly. Yeah, she um, was in quarantine before it was a thing. I'm so, watching zero more Britney docs. I, am I know I said I wasn't, but Monica <laughs> was like, good. it was sad. And then I was like, well, and like, I'm in like three of them. It's like one that's like Britney versus Spears. It's like, hey. yeah, I'm not watching the and I think that's the one I watched on Netflix. I'm there's not watching. There's one on Hulu. There's one on CNN. I'm not watching. Say, that. Isn't there a CNN? One? I saw she came out and said the CNN one stuff like wasn't true. But like there were so many. I could. The only one I watched was that one that came out whatever a few months ago. Was that the Hulu one? Maybe. Yeah, that was. Yeah, but they made like a second one to that. One. But if but I will say the one on Netflix like they were trying to show like how hard, like they had court documents, they had everything. Like it was definitely in her favor. It wasn't like, you know how the first one on Hulu, they were like showing how the media like exploited her. and all yeah. that shit. It wasn't none of that. It was just like, how long has she been trying to get out of this shit? Literally for 10 years. Yeah. I'll take y'all's word for it. Free Britney, yeah. but I'm freeing myself well, from any more of them documentary. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I yeah, know. I, it seems like I guess a, there's one just weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I, we've been like they're doing another so Princess Diana when I'm like, what else Why? can we learn about her? <laughs> yeah, there's literally, movie. yeah, like, dude, like I love, I stand Princess Diana, and like I always loved her, like growing up. <clears throat> but there is not another damn thing that I need to know about this woman. There's just There's nothing. another thing that I care to know, unless, except for who killed her. Like, yeah. if you don't have the details on that, if you don't, if you're not 
arresting uh prince charles his mama name <laughs> then i don't want to fucking like save it exactly like literally yeah. the woman lived for 36 years there's probably a documentary out there for every year of her damn life yeah. she's been right. dead for how many years now like damn near 30 yeah come on like i get it we're obsessed with celebrities and all that but come on no, there's literally just... nothing else we need to know about Britney, Diana. I would I would like to see like Britney after she's free, like how what she's doing. But from her perspective, I don't want to see a documentary where people like making like, up shit. Yeah, like a biopic, like a third yeah, party. Yeah, no, I want to see yeah. like a Britney Netflix reality yeah, show. <laughs> saving, I mean, what was the uh, surviving Janie? and i need her talking about surviving his ass exactly if it's not coming from britney and we damn sure can't hear from princess diana i'm good and we did yeah. hear from her and i watched that movie too but that's it yeah, yeah. Um, i might watch the kirsten stewart one but they go i'm gonna watch that after they give me um yeah, well, no, after they give me reviews on people just telling me how it is. Yeah. Oh, I forgot that. So, wait, is that a, that one's a movie, right? And it's not a show? It's a movie? Yeah, it's a movie. Word. Hmm. I don't know. You know, Brittany, I, I know that there's like one other court date, I think in November, but that's supposedly like the one where they're like, all right, she like will officially be like out of it after this next one, whatever. But I, it sounds like it's like, I don't want to. I don't want to jinx it, but it sounds yeah. like it's pretty set in stone. Yeah. So good for her. She's engaged. Um, so I don't know. I, that's that's good to hear, you know? Yeah, Shout I'm happy out. for him. Shout out to you, Brittany. It's Brittany, bitch. You know, we'll we'll keep checking in. We don't uh, want to see you perform. Just live your life. I mean, if good. she wants to, like, whatever. If she I'm wants to. I wouldn't be mad, but I'm mad I didn't see her in Vegas. But seeing that those those like they basically made her do that stuff and she didn't want to. It's like kind of sad. Like she literally went on a nine country world tour and then they yeah. made her do Vegas right afterwards where she says she had to choreograph the whole thing. Now, has she done a Super Bowl halftime show? I think she has. Because I feel like she did one time. I'm pretty sure I she has. Cannot remember. I can't imagine her not. Um, because uh, a good segue here, but the Super Bowl. Yeah. Uh. Oh wait. Yeah, she did. Okay. Because I'm 2001. Well, she with did it Aerosmith. with Aerosmith. And it says In Sync was on that one too. Interesting. So 2001. Damn. So that was 20 years ago. Yeah. Um. So this is Britney she, Spears, Britney Spears, yeah, with Aerosmith. Uh, um, oh, hers was with Aerosmith, Mary J. Blige, and Nelly. So Mary J. Blige already did it. Damn, well, Mary that's J. the same oh, one. Yeah. That's a, yeah. that would be the same one then, unless Nelly. Yeah, that's did what we're it saying. Twice. It was the same. Yeah. Um, interesting. So the Super Bowl halftime show for this year was just announced, and it's in L.A. this year. So it's Dr. Dre, Kendrick yeah. Lamar. Snoop Dogg, Eminem, and Mary J. Blige. I think it was like the headlines. Yeah. The headlines. I just think it's random that Mary J. Blige is in it when she's not from Cali. See, I was wondering. I thought that was the theme. Like, I'm not mad because I love Mary J. Blige. I just thought it was weird. 
Well, then I was wondering, I was like, I wonder like what the, cause it seems like Dr. Dre was more or less like the, the centerpiece of it. So I'm wondering like, what is Dr. Dre's connection with Mary J? Like maybe he- None, cause she was under Diddy. Yeah, yeah so. like, I, yeah, I was reading some <laughs> other random thread a while ago and I forgot like how Mary J. Blige was discovered, but like, I don't think it was Dr. Dre. It but, was by Diddy. Uh, it was Diddy work. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, but no, yeah I mean, she has no ties to Dr. Dre or, at all. I mean, or California. And as far yeah. as I know. So I don't yeah. understand. I guess they probably were just. <laughs> Jay-Z I mean, was like, someone from Brooklyn's going to be in there. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. but where? I think from she's Bronx, actually from, I think. Yeah, I thought she was from like Queens. Oh, yeah. Maybe it is Yonkers. It is Yonkers. Let me, yeah. I'll look it up. Because I don't But wanna, yeah, I, you're right. I forgot, did, I forgot Jay-Z does the. Yeah, he's, no, he's of, like in charge of the music. Stuff, yeah, like right? I love Mary J. Blige, but who was a female that they could have got that was from California? Um, uh, no I mean, I'm sure like I'm on the spot now, so I can't think of it. She's but, like, I'm Bronx. sure there's some, she's from the Bronx. OK, yeah. word. Oh, okay. Um, I mean, I'm sure there's like some. I'm sure there's a thousand of them. <laughs> yeah, they yeah. even could have picked the probably white not, one. But... I'm about to say probably not on like Mary J. Blige's level, but. You know, because like, even Mariah Carey's from New York. Yeah. I like, can't. everybody's from New York. Really? Yeah. That I, or Atlanta. Are there, I guess there would well, be. Well, Brandy's no from LA. They could have picked Brandy. Yeah. Eh, that's. I mean, a lot of people stand Brandy, especially if she's on like her old shit. Yeah, Brandy would have been good. I mean, they're. This shit only lasts like thirty minutes. Ain't like all of them about to be. Performing I know. I was trying to think of any of them had songs together, like with Mary J. Blige back. That's then. what I was thinking too. I'm sure they must. Like Snoop Dogg and Mary J. Got to have at least one song together, right? Even if it's I feel like, like we would know it like off the tip of our tongue if they did. Yeah. I mean, probably, but like, uh. Maybe not. I can't think of anybody who would have a song there with Mary J. But Method I, Man, that's it. I might say none, none of them. None of them. And um, actually, she has that song with um, the game, "Hated or Love It." Oh wait, a pair. Okay, wait. Okay, the message Dr. Dre says featuring Mary J. Blige. That was from mm. 2012, so that must have been. Don't think. Oh, I heard yeah, it. maybe that's like okay, okay. I now I see the connection because didn't he sample one of her songs for the message? So maybe that's the I don't connection. even know what the message is. Yeah, I'm, you uh, lost me. I don't want to <laughs> like I don't want to play oh, here. I'll play it. Maybe we'll I'll just tell Alexa to a message to God. This is the song. Never heard it. It was it sounds like Mary J, but yeah. Yeah, was that on the chronic? I can't remember. But um, I I've like when I saw, whenever Chris texted this earlier today, I was like, all right. It, immediately, I was like, all right. What were the best halftime shows that we saw? What were the worst? The immediately what I thought of was the worst was the Justin Timberlake one a few years ago, and I think we were actually in Arizona for that one. Or I know for a fact that was, was that the Prince Not, tribute. I don't even no, remember the, watching that. Was that. The, that was the year the Eagles were in the Super Bowl, I think, and they won because we were at like one of Teddy's friends' house. But I remember that was the year when Justin Timberlake did it, did the Super Bowl yeah, halftime show again, and that shit was trash. Just died. 
Uh, uh, I think Justin Timberlake in Minnesota. Uh, maybe it, it was, was in Minnesota. Maybe the game was in it Minnesota. It may have been in Minnesota, but it was definitely yeah. when the Eagles won. But that halftime show was trash. The best one was when the best halftime show, other than the Michael Jackson one, I feel like was the Prince one. Was Prince, yeah. Whenever the yeah. Giants won the Super Bowl, I think the first time or the first time in a long time. I thought the Beyonce one. Beyonce Bruno one was good. Uh, yeah, that was a good one. What was the one where the Beyonce did it, where Beyonce did it and and the power went out. I know that was at the Superdome. I that just don't was the remember. year it was on Lauren's birthday. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, that was like 2000 and like... That was the year Kaepernick 13, versus... 17, something like that. that was no, it was ball. the way before that no. one. It was like 2006 or something. No, I was in, like, I'm on the Wikipedia. I was living in Charleston. Uh, it, it was like 2010, 2011, maybe. It must have been two of them then because the power went out in the Harbaugh Bowl not too long mm. ago. With it, Kaepernick it was, and them were in the Super Bowl. It was definitely at the Superdome, I feel like. That was the one where the power went out. I think uh, you might be, you may be getting two of them confused because that one, the Harbaugh Bowl was at the Superdome and the power went out, but that was like three or four. But Beyonce was one at one when the power went out too because I remember like everybody on Facebook going crazy. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah I, I'm trying to think of like, I don't Lady know. Lady Gaga's that year was weird. Oh, that was the year she jumped off the thing. Who did it last yeah. year? Um, Good weekend, question. right? Oh like yeah, the, the weekend. weekend or yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was maybe. the weekend. And, and then Shakira and, and J Lo did it. Yeah, the year before, I think they killed it. Yeah, I remember that was good. The weekend um, one to me was kind of boring. Oh yeah, this one was 2013, the Harbaugh Bowl one. Um, okay, damn, that was Destiny Child did one, Christine Aguilera did one, yeah, Katie the Harbaugh Perry did one. one was 2013, and this was the blackout. They the nickname the blackout bowl that was 2013, yeah, yeah. And Destiny's Child, yeah, Beyonce performed the Super Bowl, which re featured a reunion with fellow Destiny's Child alumni mm. Kelly Rowland and Michelle Williams. So, yeah, that was 2013. Usher did one. See did this? Really? Okay. Has Usher, Drake just turned well, down Super Bowls, or has he just never been offered to do one? Because it doesn't make sense to me that he hasn't done one. Don't they like pay to do those things? I mean, I think I don't it's think like he necessarily needs. I think to. it's kind of like when you get a Hollywood star, like your publicist. Yeah, has to I think get it's like a publicist that. thing. Well, now Drake picks the beat. I mean, uh, Jay Z, I guess, picks the people. So. Yeah, but I'm like, but I mean, they could still come to him and be like, "Hey, EJ. right?" I'm sure it's probably has must have been presented to him at some point, but it's just interesting to me that he hasn't done one yet. And yeah, Beyonce I feel like the and only all these other Kendrick people, is here is because because it's LA. I mean, it's Interscope and it's yeah. Los Angeles, yeah, uh, for the most part. So I feel like they're gonna have like a my bold prediction is they'll have like a Tupac hologram or something crazy like that. Yeah, I don't think they'll be that weird. I hope not. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't but, uh, do, yeah, I can, no, God, no. I hate that. I can see like I don't know. I can see Kendrick maybe dropping an album sometime around there. Or yeah. I hope so. He said this is his last album, didn't it? It's his last TD. album on on T D. On T D. Yeah. He's yeah. about to have his own record label. Uh man, yeah. I meant to get the sound drop, the top of the morning sound drop. Uh <laughs> Yeah, I so know I don't know. I honestly, 
I mean, it can't be bad. Yeah, this I don't think it's going to be bad. Yeah, there's no way oh, this no, will be gonna bad. it's going to be fire. It's going to be good. But uh, I just don't remember the last time I was, like, actually excited about, like, a Super Bowl halftime. I think the worst one was – I thought that – was it, like, Springsteen or somebody? Not Maybe it wasn't Springsteen, but it was one of them niggas. That shit was awful. <laughs> yeah, I hate when they – I hate when it's, like, rock or – unless it – like, Aerosmith, I'm sure I liked. I think the really? Rolling Stones have done it, too, which that might have been the one where you're like – so but, the weekend was last year. Before that, it was Shakira, J Lo. Before that, it was Maroon Five. Yeah, that, yeah, one, that was one was garbage. That one was trash. Before that, it was Justin Timberlake. That one was trash. Lady Gaga one that. was like whatever. Coldplay did it. Trash. trash. Katy Perry. That was a left shark one. Yeah, that was lit. That was that was that actually one. good. Yeah, I, I think like, we were in Arizona for that one too. Yeah, that was. I good. like Katy Perry. I'll be in Arizona music. for this one because we definitely hitting back up the waste management this year. Oh, waste management! Forgot about that one. I'm Bruno Mars was the year I'll before y'all that. Y'all Tony Soprano on. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Bruno Mars was good. I remember that. Yeah, Black that Eyed one was Peas, good. The Who. I bet that I think that one was good. And then and Tom was Petty good. and the Heartbreakers did it, 2008. I feel like oh. I remember that. That one was in Arizona. That was the year after Prince. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Uh, Bruce Springsteen was after Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So this is what happened. Now I remember this because remember the Justin Timberlake thing happened, and then they when, were like. With, that was when with, I was in college. Janet Jackson, yeah. That was my senior year of high school, I think. And then and after they that, they were like, over. oh, we got to have like really wholesome. Yeah, they took it away from MTV. That. MTV right. used to do like the bookings and then they like took it away from MTV. And then all of us, no, nah, you're not going to ever get that me. Was, yeah, because that was 2004. Because in the next few years was Paul McCartney, Rolling Stones, Prince, Tom Petty, Bruce Springsteen, The Who. Like, yeah. yeah, they were like, we going full white. <laughs> Prince and Tom we Petty gonna erase, fire. We're going to whitewash this Janet Jackson scandal. And then I they had Justin Timberlake that. back and not Janet Jackson. Like, right. I remember watching that Bruce Springsteen one like, fam, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like this is not turning up the club whatsoever. You're never going to get me to talk shit about Tom Petty. That's just the guy. No, R.I.P. Didn't he die? R.I.P. Yeah, he yeah, died. He, he died of like all overdose. Yeah. Two years ago. Three years ago. Mm. Yeah. Uh, Bruce Springsteen. That's Uncle Marvin's dude. I mean, he's the boss, you know, Bruce Springsteen. Uncle like, Marvin whatever. called me the other day and he was like, hey, Chris, is, Chris Martin's coming down to go to a um, Steely Dan concert. I was like, I'm good. That's bad. <laughs> I am not risking cover for no damn Steely Dan. I don't even. I probably know their songs, but I don't know. You any definitely of know Steely Dan songs. Yeah, but I'm good. Mm, he was like, I can't go. I was like, Dan. I don't want to go. I love you though. Steely Thanks Dan. I love Steely Dan. Um, yeah. Shout out to them. But yeah, I don't know. We'll see what happens with the Super Bowl halftime show. I guess I'm excited. Uh, it'll be cool. Yeah. It seems like. You know, this will be one. I felt like I said the past few years we've just been like, uh, because I mean, whatever. Like I said, Shakira J Lo, cool weekend. I was like, whatever. Shakira J Lo is the one that got everybody pissed off. Everybody was was all mad. I'm like, dude, it's Shakira and J Lo. Like they literally have asses and they shake them. Like right, the hips don't (laughs) lie. What what they think was gonna happen? Yeah, what did y'all think was gonna happen? Like I thought their, (laughs) I thought their performance was like so good. Like that was such a great matchup. I was like, y'all hating. (laughs) 
outside the club. And it was in Miami. Right. Uh, like, what did you expect? Like, Miami was going to be spicy regardless. Because they had Bad Bunny, J Balvin, and then that was like a all, it was like a all Latinx halftime yeah. show. Yeah. Like, come on. America needs to get with it. Oh, boy. Trash. Um. Well, on to the next sport of uh that the u.s is i guess the nba season is about to start and what and like i think it normally starts around end of october november a lot of unvaxxed nba players right now and i think now the big thing is like well not a lot 90 percent are vaxxed well, okay, but the ones a, that aren't unvaxxed are, are like, like good pretty players. popular yeah <laughs> but basically i think now like if if they're not playing if a lot of teams have mandated no, you know that you have has. to be vaccinated or the league has that you got to be vaccinated yeah. to play if you miss a game a home game or whatever like you don't get paid so it's like Kyrie Irving Andrew Wiggins who else uh there's a couple of Jonathan Isaac who's yeah talking awful. about he has natural immunity Brad Bill I, I want to tell people you have immunity for X amount of time and if you had COVID last year this a whole nother COVID I don't understand why people aren't getting that through their heads. You don't have immunity from the other COVID if this is a whole nother strain. Right. That's why people are getting it two and three times. Right. Yeah, I mean, they Michael, I don't even know, MPJ, I can't even remember what those initials stand for. Porter Jr., I think, something along those oh, lines. Oh, Porter Jr., Denver, yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, Brad Bill, it's a few of them that just keep saying like i mean they're fucking ridiculous but yeah this one guy was on cnn this morning i forgot who he played for he wasn't black or white he was like from another country i think and he was he's an nba player and he's like very he's like he got the vaccine and he was like i want he was like i'm like lebron said it's not their business and he was like it is our business because you don't want somebody up playing on you that's not vaccinated, sweating all in your face, like breathing all in your face. And he was saying he asked some of the players why they're not getting in. He was like, I heard some wild shit, like people talking about a microchip and all this other stuff, like just saying the dumb stuff that we see people say on Facebook. And all I was like, I was like, dude, y'all are so y'all could literally pay a doctor to come to your house and explain the whole damn vaccine to you. Right. That's I feel like none of them actually talk to doctors. No. And, and like, I think it's so weird for LeBron to say that because I saw that quote. He was like, it's not my job to tell people to get vaccinated. And like, that's the whole thing where they're like, you know, as an athlete, that doesn't automatically make them a role model or whatever. whatever. Exactly. But it's like, do like, you have like such a big platform, especially like. Just say I encourage everyone I to like, get it. It was my choice to get it. I encourage everybody. But he was saying, like, it's not my job. Well, like, you're like a leader in the league, not only on your team. So it kind of is your job to get them to do it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. And, like, I was thinking, um, like, it. you know, you go in a black barbershop, you know, people are going to talk about whatever. And I was thinking, like, if every, like, big NBA player or whatever um, was like, yes, get vaccinated, get vaccinated. Because like, I feel like that's where, like, 
the stigma is like really man you hear so much crazy shit in a barbershop like every day or at least every time i go in there and i'm like damn like these niggas are wilding like what are they talking yeah. about yeah and i feel like they're just taking cues from whatever because i feel like if michael jordan or someone back in the day wouldn't be like yeah get vaccinated and people like yeah get back like yeah. they wouldn't even be thinking they're just following that's how it feels like to me yeah. so like if lebron or whoever else is saying that they're not that's just like only uh perpetuating you know whatever this misinformation essentially yeah like lebron you're always doing stuff for black people you need to like say like i care about my black people we need to get vaccinated this ain't no tuskegee shit this is affecting the whole world like do you care about your grandma like <laughs> that's basically why how we all came to get it so uh which we would have gotten it anyway but we right. want to see our grandma we want to see our parents without fear like right yeah I'm, oh I, the lebron thing is interesting mainly because yeah i mean he is like the leader of the nba like me he's like him steph all of them are up there i mean but nobody's right now no matter what is bigger than lebron so yeah you probably would want him to take the lead on all of this but he didn't take the lead in the bubble either like <laughs> um yeah. i mean that's just he picks and fights his battles, which I can I can respect that. But when it came to uh, the George Floyd uh, thing and um, just people stepping up, deciding what they want, what they want. Listen, the Milwaukee Bucks were the first team to say, like, hey, we're not going to play today like this yeah. and that. And then the rest of the league followed suit after the Bucks. It's not like LeBron or anybody took the lead on that. LeBron also got under fire for what he said. And when Daryl Morey um, mm -hmm. said the thing about uh, China or whatever, yeah. when he yeah. was saying the thing about Hong Kong, this and that, and LeBron came out saying that, well, if a player said that, then they'd be suspended, this and that. But since he's a, so it kind of made it seem like he was taking the side of. Oh, Daryl Morey. You no, know, it kind of made it seem like he was taking the oh. side of China. Instead oh, China. Of, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Instead of like the people in Hong Kong who were fighting for specific freedoms that they were fighting for. So he got under fire for that. Uh, which I think some of that was probably a little, some, some people are a little OD. They just want to come after LeBron for that, but I can understand why, um, they would come after him for that because it was like, read the room yeah. <laughs> in a sense. <laughs> uh, sorry. I just don't, he focuses on what he focuses on, but he's, when it comes to these type situations i don't ever see him as like the one that's out in the forefront yeah i mean obviously yeah. he probably has been before but um i mean something's not coming to mind but when it comes to like recent shit i don't remember him being out in the forefront <laughs> like that's he, true. so i don't know what you expect for i don't know what you expect from him and that's i feel like LeBron saying um, 
it's not my responsibility is very on brand <laughs> for LeBron when it comes to other NBA player. Yeah. Yeah. It's sad, but I feel like that's on brand. Yeah. Yeah. I would agree. Yeah, once you lay out all those other scenarios that I really didn't know that much about, it does make sense. Because he is very much about... I don't know, he's just so calculated with every single thing. And most of his is based around kids, younger kids. Uh, He's probably telling... The kids in this school, like that's what people should look at, honestly, is the I Promise School. Does is it a requirement for you to get vaccinated to attend the I Promise School? Uh, What are his um, policies? What are his mandates for his school? (laughs) Like if you look at that, then you can pretty much see what LeBron believes in. Because if he's saying that, oh, you can work from home or stay at home, go to school from home, or you can get vaccinated and come to class, et cetera. But in order to come into the school, you have to be vaccinated and you get a lot from that. So you don't necessarily have to ask him whether or not. I don't know, but I don't ever expect him to come out and say. Yeah, every NBA player should get vaccinated. That's just not who he is. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, man. I guess like whenever the season starts, like we'll see how they, you know, how everything kind of shakes out. Because I, I just can't see Kyrie Irving like not playing a home game all season. But also maybe he might. I don't know. <laughs> you know, like who knows? He might be that spiteful. He might be that spiteful. He could be safe still. Where he says like she wouldn't have got vaccinated unless... ESPN. I mean, that's basically mandated. what LeBron said too, though. He was like, I'm getting, I guess he didn't come out and say it, but he, he, he was saying, man, I'm not missing a game, you know? Yeah. But he basically kind of said the same thing. So, I mean, that's what the mandates are for. And if you don't want to get, then you run that risk. Right. Exactly. So. That's what they were saying. I was watching the view earlier and they were like, I mean, he basically said he got it. Well, he said he got it because he did research and protect his family, but it was mandated by his job. So, you should so go out to get with it or get law or get COVID. Yeah. So if you, I mean, Kyrie ain't going to be hurting for money no matter what, but I mean, if you, um, yeah. if you want to risk missing them checks, then risk missing them checks. You're not going to get paid. So and, right. and for Kyrie, he'll be fine. But for somebody else, then good luck. But right. that's the thing though. If you, aren't vaccinated and you give it to somebody else who can who is vaccinated and can't afford to miss them checks. <laughs> right. That's the thing. Like that's the thing. It doesn't just affect you. You get it. No, you gonna give it to somebody else. Yeah, I don't know. They keep they go man, they keep moving the goalposts and I'm I'm tired of seeing where they're moving it to be honest. Right. <laughs> like yeah. to be completely yeah. honest with it. They keep moving it every time some had like, what was it? It's not fully approved by the FDA, this and that. Now that it's fully approved, now it's something they approved else. It too it's, fast. Yeah, they approved it too fast. Like, I, I don't know, man. <laughs> it's um, too much. Yeah, like I'm, I'm like much. I said, I'm tired of watching. I'm tired of following where they're moving it to. 
to be honest with you. I just I just want them to go. And if yeah. there's karma, I want karma to strike because I don't care. Mm. <laughs> yep. Oh boy. Um, yeah, we'll see what happens when the season starts because I really don't think these people are gonna be missing home games like that. So we'll see. I just I like I'll just it'll be interesting to see kind of what the counterpoint is or how they justify it whenever they do get the vax or whatever. I don't know, man. I don't know. Um man, the tweets were really heavy this week. Not heavy, but just like so R. Kelly finally got convicted. I didn't see what the actual things he was convicted. I know, like racketeering, was that one of them? I feel like I don't. Yeah. Um, what was it? I, I don't know. He got convicted of like racketeering and like and sex, sex trafficking. trafficking. And sex trafficking. Because I was like, okay, uh, are there more charges that he's also going to be on the hook for? Um, I mean, this is just a federal case, so I'm sure he has. I'm pretty sure yeah. he still has like state cases that he it has. Said to he fight was too. found the ringleader of a violent, coercive scheme that lured young women and children for him to sexually abuse. Along with eight counts of sex trafficking, he was found guilty of racketeering, a charge normally used against organized crime associations. Damn. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you listen to. Um, or watch Surviving R. Kelly. I mean, that's exactly what it sounded like. He'll have, I yeah. mean, the dude, the dude in the video explained that he'll go to high schools, et cetera, and pick up girls and ask them if they want to meet Robert. Like, right. Like, and then, like, so lock them in this like, house and do it, like, wouldn't let them, like, they couldn't even leave their own rooms. They had to ask to go to the bathroom. Like, yeah. It was I'm crazy. surprised you don't. I guess it'd be hard to prove that, but I'm surprised you don't have kidnapping charges. Um, I guess you would have to get one of those mm-hmm. girls to kind of testify, in a sense. To well, some that, of them but, did, but they never. I guess because at first they went willingly because it was R. Kelly. It's not considered kidnapping. Yeah. But I'm like, if you start holding the people against their will, even if they I mean, came on their point, own yeah. at first, yeah. yeah. I'm I'm at some point, them. it has to be kidnapping. But I guess you have to actually, like, I guess a kidnap, you have to take them from one place to yeah. another place. So if you didn't necessarily do that, then it'd be, I guess it technically wouldn't be kidnapping. How long before he gets, like, sentenced? Sentencing mm. usually, like... Probably a few months mm. or how long was the it depends, man, like different states are weird because I know with the uh, Chauvin, he got found guilty. How how long that before was like he two got, months? Yeah, that was this like thing two is months. due on the on May 4th. He could spend the rest of May his life 4th. God damn. May the 4th be with you. May 4th. That's, OK, wait, it's October, right? No, it's September, October. Yeah, he'll November, be done killed December, himself January, by May. March. That's almost eight months. What the hell? That is insane. Yeah, he'll be done killed. Yeah, he'll be done killed himself by then. That's why I mean, the that's, that's just what his justice says. fucking stupid. <laughs> it's so eight months. Yeah, it makes like, no sense. Yeah, it makes no sense, especially when you do a crime that I could, harsh. Like, there's nothing to think about. Like, what's the precedent? What's the what? What should he get? He should get up to life in prison. Just give yeah. it to him. He's gonna be sitting it's, in there. It's not even that. Like you defending R. Kelly or any of the prisoners who 
probably deserve to be in jail, et cetera. But that's like, I feel like that's like cruel and unusual punishment. Like you could do this shit in two weeks. At least let the man know his fucking fate. Eight months. Like, obviously you're going to give him like time served for the most part. You're not going to just tack it on to like, you're going to give him whatever he's already served, but it's still like, come on, fam. (laughs) I assume is that to like give them time to appeal stuff or is it really just because there's so much other shit in the court system that that's just how long it takes them to get to? I don't think everybody has much to do with appeal. I mean, they're going to appeal no matter what. Like right. they're going to, they probably already preparing to appeal the conviction. Right. Uh, I would imagine, I don't know. I, you would think I would know this, but I would imagine it's just because <laughs> there's such a backlog. Right. I, that, that's what I'm saying. I think it's just because there's such a backlog, a backlog in the justice system. But damn, that. they need to put him to the top of the heat because, sir, we've been waiting for saying. 20, don't 30 like years this for this shit. shit. Yeah. Then you got like, Judges, et cetera, taking vacations. You got, um, I mean, with judges, or this is federal, so they're lifetime appointees. So I was about to say, you got judges like election years and all kind, like all kinds of shit that comes in between that probably plays a point into it. So you just never fucking know, man. It's just eight months after you've been found guilty is absolutely insane, though. And our system's yeah. so trash. That's a while. Almost a year. Yikes. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, <clears throat> so I'm assuming now, I guess barring anything crazy, this will just be off of everyone's radar until May, probably. Unless, like, some crazy shit happens. But, because um, it seemed like uh, another segue here. The Bill Cosby stuff, I feel like his, was his initial uh, stuff, I feel like his stuff will move quick. I know he was talk. I don't even want to really be talking about him, <clears throat> but it was insane to me that he was that he was like supporting Lil Boosie or what. I don't know. That was just so weird. And that- R. Kelly talking about R. R. Kelly, Kelly got railroaded. This no. shit was the Twilight Zone. Uh, he should just shut up. Nobody asked him anything. Very He's, weird. He, he, him and Little Boots, you probably do know each other because they're both in other people's business constantly. All the time. Oh, it's like, I, I, I don't really have much to say about Bill yeah, Cosby. I did not, yeah, I didn't even want to really put it on the rundown, but I was just, out. that was just so bizarre. Yeah, he yeah. got out on the technicality. Another person should have died in jail. Didn't care, Don't care about him. Don't care whether he lives another day. Um <laughs> <laughs> I mean, fam, you can. I'm not going to shed a tear. I'm not going to watch any of the shit. Like, I... I had to stop watching a different world that really pisses me off. Um, I just can't. I just can't watch it. Like I can't watch it. I, I can't watch the Cosby it. Show, but I can't say I, I can't watch. I never it. even liked the Cosby Show, and I know I was like, I never really. I mean, I've seen a bunch of episodes uh, of the Cosby yeah. Show, but it wasn't like I was tuned in. Y'all were like you super young. When they when I, you grow up watching like. We watched like Jamie Foxx and Martin and all of them. Cosby Show never gave me those laughs, so I just never watched it. I never thought it was right. that funny. I feel I like thought, Family Matters was probably more or less my yeah my Cosby Show. Same. Yeah. Family Matters or uh, the one where Suzanne Douglas, R.I.P. 
Oh um, yeah, um, Parenthood. Parenthood. Yeah. Parenthood. Yeah. yeah. Those are my shows. Cosby Show. I always just thought Bill Cosby Y'all were too young. I just always I'm thought it was pretentious. Like I always thought that was like, obviously that's good to have black people there and not on like good times, etc. But I relate it more to good times. So I yeah. watch more of good times. Like I, I enjoy Florida and James more than I enjoy Bill and yeah. Um, what was his wife's name? In that show? Claire. 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 Yeah. Damn, he done forgot Claire. She really messed up. Yeah, fuck her. <laughs> <laughs> can't even, like, that's the thing. The whole show I know, is like, you can't watch it for either one of them. Yeah. Sorry, oh, Theo man. and Denise and all y'all. Damn. Yeah. Um, I'm just gonna move on because it's tough. Yeah, let's yeah. move on. There's really not much to talk about with them. Um. Mm, well, okay. Ellen Pompeo disrespecting Denzel this week. Basically, I don't remember uh who did this interview with her. I don't know what publication. I think it was, it was like for. Variety was or a Variety type thing. But basically, she was saying Someplace she thought she had a safe space. Right. Yeah. Denzel was directing an episode of Grey's Anatomy. Yeah. It? And she basically said that they were arguing and telling him that this was her space. And what well, was the exact she, No, she said she was talking to um, what another one of the actors in the, I guess, in the scene, the actor was like apologizing or something. Uh, mm-hmm. one of his lines or whatever and she was she's like improv yeah she yeah she was yelling at the actor via improv look at me when you uh are when you apologize and are talking and denzel cut in and was trying to like just direct the actor etc and he was like no nah, i don't think we want that or something along those lines and she was like, this is my motherfucking show. You don't know who I she am. She said, Denzel went ham on my ass. He was like, I'm the director. Don't you tell him what to do. And I was like, listen, motherfucker. This is my show. This is my set. Who are you telling? You barely know where the bathroom is. I have the utmost respect for him as an actor, as a director, as everything. But we went at it one day. She got some balls. See, I hate when people say all that and then they'll say, but then it was like, yeah. no. <laughs> and then you called him an MF or like, bitch, yeah. no. Like, this is Denzel. Why? I bet she wouldn't have done that to uh, Clint Eastwood or whoever. Right. I, don't even, I don't even know what white man equal to Denzel, but um, she Not wouldn't none. have done that. But she thinks she's so in because she's married to a black man and she's always like saying stuff about, oh, I've always felt more comfortable in black spaces. Like, bitch, please. Who is she married to? Just some like some a random white, black some dude? black dude that's like he does something in the music industry. Like we don't yeah. know. He ain't I was gonna say, is he is he someone like Jason Whitlock or nah. no? He just <laughs> like a, he, he like, actually looks I mean, biracial, but he's a black yeah. man. She's like, I mean, she is always doing like Black Lives Matter, et cetera, et cetera. Which when it comes to white women, I don't really care about none of that. To be honest with you, to be honest, um, because they. They always not they always let you down, but it's always something that they're gonna something. do. Yeah. It's always something oh, she, that they're it, gonna she says she told his wife when she came to sit. She wait, what? What so she told Paletta, he let me have it today, and I'm not okay with him, and I'm not looking at him, and I'm not talking to him. 
<laughs> like what, Paul? I should have beat your ass right there on set. What? <laughs> I bet my letter was like, okay, bitch, whatever. <laughs> like, do you know who my husband is? Sit your little white ass down and say them lines like he said. Uh, yeah, and he's the director. They brought Denzel into the episode. Actors what to do. Because you are absolutely right. She's not going to talk to Clint Eastwood like that or anyone else. I can't believe she has. I would like I wouldn't be able to look at Denzel either. But in a like I'm terrified to death type way. Yeah. And it ain't your show anyway. It's fucking Shonda Rhimes show. Yeah, she's the star of the show, but. Honestly, like people like me, me and April have been watching this show since day one. Like the show can end tomorrow. Like stop dragging. There's not another damn thing y'all can do. Like they had the pandemic last year in the it's show. Still on. It's still on. It starts uh, back at this tonight. Point, yeah, I might say at this point, it's just a, um, day, yeah. like, a night, like a nighttime soap opera. That's pretty much all it is. Yeah, it's kind of like SVU, but like SVU is still kind of interesting, even though like I'm at the point where they can end that too if they want to. There's enough reruns for me to live my life. Yeah. But yeah, Grace, I only watch it just because like it's part of my routine. I just, don't, I just don't understand the volunteering of this information. Like keep Denzel out your mouth, first off. Don't yeah. tell people. Like, did you think we was gonna side with you? Right. Like, That's yeah. Yeah. Do this you think people are gonna those... respect you more for yelling at Denzel Washington? This is another one of those situations where someone publicizes their L for no reason. Mm-hmm. Like, this was an automatic L. No one, no one, not in the Even black white community. people was probably like, girl, <laughs> yeah, like, are you serious? Yeah. Like, Denzel? Just, like, white people love Denzel. Like, Denzel, a, Denzel probably could have said, "You stupid b, what the?" F- <laughs> and I would have been like, "What she did? <laughs> Whatever she did, she guilty." As she did yeah, that shit. That shit. Whatever they said, she shit. did. Oh yeah, that's yeah. just one person that you can't come for is Denzel. Nah, is that it? makes zero sense. So she need you need to relax, Ellen. You need to sit yeah. back because at this point, you about to Madonna yourself. With black right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to think. I'm sitting here thinking who people would say is the equivalent of white Denzel. And I guess it's Tom Hanks. Probably. But like, but, she definitely but wouldn't be talking to Tom that's Hanks. That's what I'm saying. Like she wouldn't be talking no, to Tom Hanks. She damn sure like wouldn't either. be talking to Tom Hanks like that. Hell to the knock. Or, or honestly, if she did, people, I, I'm wondering, let's just say that she did, right? Would this be a story? Yeah. Would she have put it out there if she talked to Tom Hanks like that is the question. Yeah, how I, it depends on if she would have how she would have presented it. Yeah. It, if she would have presented it the same way she presented this, then hell yeah, we would have been on her. I'm just ass. saying if it would have been presented that way, then maybe I would have perceived it as being more jokey, like ha ha. Like because that's almost how the how the sentence kind of reads anyway. Is was she actually being serious? Like, was the context uh, of it serious, it or was read. it being facetious? It reads like Reese Witherspoon telling that cop, "Do you know who I am?" To me, she really did go. She really did go. For me, because that's I all it reads to me. It reads like 
<laughs> yeah. Harry's like big little lies to me. He should have been like, this is your show. This the only damn show you ever done. Look at my IMDb, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> like, God, please, Denzel, call me. I will read a bitch for you. I will go off for you. Because like, I could just go off on her for days. Even though I do, I love Grey's Anatomy, but it is gone on too long and she can go. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why she thought that this was a good thing to share, but... Uh, <laughs> yeah, you already on thin ice, folks. She's she gonna hold that L on this yeah. one. Um, She'll never work again. Man, a Denzel versus Tom Hanks versus would be pretty funny in a movie versus... Mm. Um, but that would uh, be good. no one at me on that one, please. <laughs> um, yeah. What else? Uh, okay, I'm looking at the rundown. I'm going to kind of stay in the realm of movie show stuff here a little bit okay. and just switch a little bit to the Zazie Beats thing because Timeline was talking about this. And this is something that happens a lot where some historical black figure is cast by like a light skin or fair skin person and people rightfully are like what why would they make this casting basically uh and i'm thinking of what was the um oh my Danielle god Brooks. what was the uh no 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 not for this there was another uh, movie a while ago where a light skinned woman was cast like to a dark skinned black woman role and everyone was like what zoe when she did um Oh God, what's her name? So Nina Simone when Zoe Zaldana yes, did Nina yes. Simone. Yes, when Zoe Zaldana did Nina Simone. Yes, like perfect example right there. And this is basic. So this is like a Netflix movie. Uh, what it's do we western. say it's called? It's a Western called The Harder They Fall um, with Idris Elba, Zazie Beetz, Lakeith Stanfield, Reg Jonathan Regina Majors, King. Regina King. Um, and <clears throat> I think the, the woman that Zazie Beats is casted as is called Stagecoach Mary, but she was like known for being a dark skinned woman who was like tall and I guess like heavier set. Is that the yeah? She was like six yeah. feet tall, right? I've seen Zazie Beats in person, she is pretty tall, but she is definitely not dark skinned. Um, and she's, and she's anorexic, and she's like, like she's pretty skinny, she's not a heavier maybe woman. The, maybe this lady didn't shower, that's why they had. She definitely probably one of the people that don't shower. She look like she don't we shower. We need a lady much. who don't shower. It was like sassy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I can't believe Regina King and then would get behind that shit. That's the kind of hurtful part for me because it's like. But they probably don't even. They probably even don't. Know. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I feel like when you get casted in something, it's just like oh. You know, like yeah, you're gonna get a check. By the time you, I guess you go out for the parts that you're going out for, you probably don't know. Yeah, that's true. You probably, but I would have been like, I mean, maybe she didn't even think to like Google who that, if, or even knew that it was a real person. Because I feel like we talked about this before. Maybe there's something in Zazie Beat's head that should have said. Oh, maybe I shouldn't be playing this role. Yeah, maybe. remember when the girl, Amanda Stenberg, they wanted her oh, to be yeah. in um, Black Panther, and she was like, uh, no. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what it is. It's like, uh, yeah. maybe there's this isn't the role for me. Maybe well, she you probably, probably didn't get Google who else. Stagecoach Mary was either, because if she would have, 
I would have been like, uh, can you call Danielle Brooks from Orange is the New Black? Because she definitely should be playing this or somebody else. Yeah. <clears throat> I, don't, I don't know, man. I, this chick, I don't know. I, I done gave up on all these people anyway. Like, <laughs> there's nothing about Saucy. <laughs> I mean, they let time. Will Smith play Serena and Venus's dad, which I still well, think that's Well, he specifically weird requested that. Oh, the dad did? Yeah, I think I think the dad specifically okay. requested that. Well, so that makes it a tricky. little bit different. Yeah. Um, that makes it a little bit different. This one, I don't know what the backstory is. I didn't know what the backstory is for the um, for the Zoe Zaldana, Nina Simone thing. All I know is she looked awful. Uh, so yeah. if they're yeah. gonna put at least just leave Zazie Beats light skin. Well, they and left her the, the name. way she looks. Yeah, they didn't she, make yeah, her look like, like the yeah. lady whatsoever. Oh well, that's good. Change her name then. Uh, that's right. the simple. Like you could easily do that. Like you you don't have to call her who who she's depicted. You can say her character is based on somebody without having this exact exactly same name. But uh. I don't, I don't know. Oh yeah, because they do. Yeah, because that is like her name in the actual in the movie. But, but yeah, yeah, it's just like <clears throat> again, uh, you know, that is one of those things. Is like okay, I don't, I don't know. I feel like that maybe is a little bit being out of touch. I, I'm just trying to figure out like what goes through her head. She's like, all right, I'm a research this person whatever whatever but yeah, this at least is a conversation like, damn people are gonna say something because this woman looks nothing like me or i look nothing like her so like at least bring it up yeah she, i don't know like can she be stagecoach uh clara something because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just... i'm this ain't mary yeah i wonder what? if uh, there, I don't know why this randomly just reminded me of that uh, movie with Taraji P. Henson, that Mary movie. What was, what she was like an assassin. Yeah, Wait, some, uh, yeah I never watched that. Proud this Mary. Like Taraji, Proud Mary, yeah. I don't know why that just reminded me of that, but she could another mm. person. Well, she probably couldn't have played this lady. We already said who should have played this lady, but we can move on. Zazie Beats. Yeah. You're whack. <laughs> she, she's, I'm not. She. I guess maybe she's at strike two at this point. Real thin ice. Uh, maybe she'll bounce back in Atlanta this new season. There's no way she season. washes her legs. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why she lost me. Ooh, um. Nine Perfect Strangers ended. We've all watched the finale, I think, at this point. So, spoiler alert, if you haven't watched Nine Perfect Strangers yet, you should not listen to this. Maybe if I'm nice enough, I'll think to to go back and look at the timestamp and tell you exactly where to skip to when we're not talking about it. But the chances are I probably won't. So, mm. I don't know what to tell you. But, uh, okay. I didn't love Just the way that it ended. I didn't uh, love the way that it ended. It was like kind of, it was a very mid ending. It ended exactly yeah. how I expected it ended. There's never any accountability, repercussions or accountability <laughs> for white people. It, <laughs> it kind of ended how the whole White Lotus season white, went. Yeah, exactly. There's and no repercussions or. Yeah, like she just drove off into the damn sunset. And I was like, 
Well, but, yeah, but in this case, they were all well because in this case they were they saying were like, like she, oh, did she, help she, us. she she helped us. Yeah, so it's not like there weren't any repercussions. They were like she was wilding, but she actually helped us. She was like doing it for a reason. So I didn't have that same sort of thing of like I didn't I didn't have that same sort of thing of okay you know, there weren't any repercussions for her because she, whatever she was doing, there was a purpose to it. You know what I'm saying? Like, she wasn't yeah. just doing that in vain. And I mean, at, at one point, I guess, after they discovered that she was drugging her, like, and by what I mean and, by there's never any repercussions, it means that not from like police or anybody, it's that, yes, she helped them. Uh, but even at the end of it, they're still like defending her, defending her, defending her. And it just always triggers in my mind. Could you do this if you're black? It's no way. Like it would have yeah. to be. <laughs> it would have yeah, to be. Yeah, because technically like she was drugging them, even though like after a while, I guess they consented once she told she kid, I mean, she took their cars away so they couldn't get out. So yeah. she basically held them against their will for the most part. Anybody who wanted to leave, they couldn't leave. Um, so yeah. I guess, I guess my thing but, is she was able and then she's even like, I guess at the end, I guess she wrote a book about it. So she's able to profit off of it also. And previously somebody died at the same place. Where yeah, that was happened. my thing. I was like, nobody's going to get held accountable for his death. The cops did absolutely nothing when they got there. The black girl went and got him, told him everything, brought him back there and they did nothing. She was able to escape or go skate free or just nothing like it and i just don't think and this is probably looking at it way too deeply but i just don't think if a black person was in that role it will work no definitely not well i was thinking like okay if regina king or anyone else was playing nicole kidman's role in my mind i don't know that it would have been that different she just wouldn't have been russian she would have been something else I, well, I don't it's think not it that. He's just saying, like, if that shit happened in real life or whatever, like, it wouldn't have went down. Like, we would have yeah, been like, okay, there's no way that black woman got away with that. We wouldn't yeah. have been, we would have been like, there's, but we could totally see, like, Nicole Kidman get, she's a blonde haired, blue eyed white woman. Like, that she definitely got away with it. Yeah. And they gave her All a pass because right. she did help them. If that would have been a black woman, as soon as them drugs would have got taken, they would have been calling the police. Yeah. She locked them in a... <laughs> she made them think they were going to burn to death. She made them think they were burn to death. She locked them in a padded room and made them think they were going to burn to death. That shit is wild. <laughs> not, even yeah. a, not even like a a civil lawsuit coming comes out of it. They're all just like, oh, she helped us. Nobody should get arrested. This and that. It's just like, yeah. damn, come on. Come on. Oh, yeah. So I, I don't know. I enjoyed the show, though. Like, I like I actually thought the show had a good message. Um, I think it. If they want to talk about shows promoting drug usage, then or 
entertainment promoting drug usage than that was it. Perfect strangers. Because yeah, because this is more so than any like show where it's about drug dealers or whatever. Yeah. Because the whole message in this show was dosing and microdosing works. Yeah. Yeah, microdosing using LSD or whatever. And honestly, there's a, there's a lot of research that shows that it does work. Mm-hmm. So I watch um Teen Mom and one of the guy the dads on there, he does the ketamine therapy. Yeah, I don't, I don't understand yeah, ketamine. Well, I don't I mean, understand it either, but it helps people that have childhood trauma. Like even my therapist was telling me about it. She was saying that um she was like i haven't done it with any of my patients but she was like i know people that did and she was like for whatever reason it really helps and i was like that's so crazy yeah i'm good on that yeah yeah the um that book that i read last month (laughs) it's called the body keeps the score and i've seen very mixed reviews about it on twitter what i've noticed in new york is a book here's what happens in new york there's like small bookstores right there's one down the street from me great bookstore and every couple of months they switch out the books or whatever this book called the body keeps a score it's all about how the body and mind deal with trauma and i was like oh this is interesting i picked it up i read it and then i start seeing on twitter people talking about the book and some people are making memes about it, like, oh, if you read this book, da-da-da-da-da. And basically, it was, like, written by, I think, a white guy, maybe who was, oh, man, is he from Amsterdam? I can't remember. But half the people were like, this book was written by a white dude, and it's all from the white gaze. And um, a lot of this stuff was, like, really just, you know, not from the right perspective. And some people were saying, no, this is like a a really good book. And a lot of this stuff is like really useful, but I don't know. That's just something that I've noticed. But in any given case, the book does talk a lot about like using psychedelics and that kind of stuff to, or using that kind of stuff to um, treat trauma. And there's a lot of research on it. So, yeah, you know, and a lot of old research, like from the 60s and 70s. And eventually the government, you know, a lot of that stuff got shut down for whatever reason. I think probably from like super conservative evangelical people in the government, like shutting down paid research on using whatever ecstasy, MDMA, stuff like that to treat depression and PTSD. But it's actually there's like a lot of research on it. So, yeah, yeah. I'm sure in some cases it works. I don't think. I'm one of those people who subscribes to, um, I don't know, what's good for the goose doesn't mean it's good for the gander or whatever. Right. Um, and they take the drugs in like controlled situations. It's not like out there, out there like yeah. doing LSD. And it's like party. person to person. Um, right. what, like it depends on you as an individual. That's why I think like just completely eliminating something just because a few people may have had like bad bad reactions to it it's kind of crazy obviously there needs to be studies done on everything before but i already know i'm legalized all drugs i don't care uh amsterdam (laughs) Amsterdam. uh let people figure it out because you really don't know what effects things might have if you fucking just criminalize it and um just eliminate any kind of studies or anything that you're gonna do on it. Right. Yeah. Like so I don't know. Yeah. 
funny man the segues this week are happening i hate that i'm pointing them out so obviously but the um we all saw the tweet about police having warnings about uh <clears throat> basically parents watching out for what candy kids are getting for halloween because they look <laughs> they so because like edibles every... look like candy and i can t- promise you edibles are very expensive and no <laughs> they one's don't giving cost them away. candy yeah people are not you're not gonna accidentally put those in the candy dish trust me yeah I know there was that story a while back where the woman said she sued. Didn't she sue the company because she said that it um, looked like candy? But like that's on her. Like put your shit in a in a a cupboard or somewhere where your kid can't get to. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Yeah, yeah. Ate ate like the sour patch kids or something. That was right. Had weed in it. (laughs) She like took it to the hospital. Got her stomach pumped. Like fuck out of here. Right. Like come on. Yeah, I, this is it's like Bensalem, Pennsylvania. And it's just like, who do y'all have working there? That's all I want to know. Like, do y'all just hire the dumbest people to become police? Uh, do you hire, do you promote the dumbest people to become like chief of police or elected dumbest people to become chief of police? Like, in what world would anybody who's familiar with anything marijuana related would say, Hey, parents, make sure you watch out because one house might put these $200 edibles in your child's <laughs> uh, <laughs> trick or treat bag, fam. Right. People just aren't giving up marijuana like that, fam, especially edibles. <clears throat> yeah, edibles are ridiculous. And yeah. then they would have to take them out of the wrapper and put it in there like sing like yeah, it's too much. It's just, I just even saying, let's say I just hate this country so <laughs> maybe they did even edibles <clears throat> at least to me anyway still smell like you can still smell it. It's not yeah like it just yeah. smells like a it doesn't just smell, it doesn't smell like, like, candy. like a jolly rancher. <laughs> it right. smells like a jolly marijuana rancher. Right. So. Yeah. I, yeah again this is that it's just like propaganda i feel like to me they do it every year they do it every every year year. that's why people make those memes about it but because they do it every year like somebody's i can understand it was like oh make sure your kids aren't eating candy that's already open which i never really even understood that as a child like i understood not eating it i was already open but when they were talking about shit like that, I was like, is somebody going to sprinkle crack on my damn Snickers? Like, what the fuck? Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, I'm so confused. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, people aren't, like, I willingly really, sharing their drugs like that. Yeah. Not one drug addict is giving away his drugs. I just <laughs> right, want to put that a- out there right now. <laughs> Yeah. Right. You know how stressed people are right now? Ain't no yeah. one gonna, gonna give up their money edible. tight. Ain't nobody giving up no crack. No, he's only want to give you a cigarette. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, ain't no know, way man. you're giving up the loud right now. Exactly. Uh, yeah. It's or just they just be, they just be coming up with shit like <laughs> it's just crazy. I don't know, man. Oh boy. Yeah. Um man. Let's take a little break. We will come back. Um oh, we have something to have hope for this week, but living in America this week has been uh I mean, it's always tough, interesting, whatever, but uh we'll take a little quick break and we'll see y'all in a minute. 
you ever want to fall asleep to candlelight? Yeah, all the time. Yeah, I, just leave it burning all night. Uh, you know, I do that more times than I would like to admit. Yeah, I do that with the oven sometimes. You cannot leave a candle burning before you go to bed, but you should probably put on a candle to wind down. It's nice. It's lovely to just have a, a, a good scent. It relaxes you. It puts you in a good place mentally. You think of it like a little nightcap. Nightcap. That's one of my favorite scents from Smells Like. What? They have a scent called nightcap? Yeah, it's Merlot, black cherry, patchouli, and amber. Patchouli and amber. That sounds like a sitcom from the 70s, doesn't it? I bet it's a hilarious one that makes me feel good. And you kind of would want to fall asleep watching that sitcom. Well, you can. Go to SmellsLikeBK.com, put in promo code SIZZLE, you get 20% off. And you go ahead and follow Smells Like BK on Instagram. That's at smells underscore like BK. And don't forget, promo code SIZZLE. And make sure you turn that candle off before you go to sleep. Here, we're back. Group Text Podcast uh, with a little segment. Living in America. Oh, boy. Um, okay. A lot of stuff. Not well. Mm, yeah this first story uh maybe it's a couple of weeks old but we just never talked about it i don't know i just saw it on the timeline recently so people are still talking about it but i think the way that this goes is bill bill maher said that singing the black national anthem at sporting events basically saying that was like segregation to sing this at yeah. sporting he said, events like, is at his... Yeah, he said it's segregation. <laughs> he said, like, he's okay with having one national anthem. Just... <laughs> but can we have a national anthem that doesn't have a line in it about slavery, even though they don't sing that line, but it's still in there? Can we just have a new national anthem? That hey, hey, he it said should it's be... A... Nah, go ahead. No, I was about to say, he said it's, he's fine with having one but we shouldn't have two because that creates more segregation etc and like um what else did he say some alone he invoked martin luther king and president obama saying that uh he said the president obama line is there's not one america or there's not a black america there's not a white america there's the united states of america this and that he said he invoked Martin Luther King, like white people always do. I was going to say, we need to go ahead and add Martin Luther King's name to the list of names or things that white people just can't say anymore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> especially when I'm talking tired. about, especially when referring to segregation or anything <laughs> along those lines or talking about black people. Right. Yeah. Like, just keep his like, name out your I'm mouth. I'm just so tired of Bill Maher. Like he's been saying some wild shit recently. He's always been like this. He's no different he's than just, Joe Rogan. He's literally yeah, no different than Joe. They are really the same. Per- he was Joe Rogan, I guess, maybe before Joe Rogan had his podcast. Like it was Bill Maher, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, because the same things that you always say, Chris, about how Joe Rogan's thing is like, I'll talk to anyone. And, I, and Bill Maher seems to be kind of the same way. But I don't see how they're no different to me. They both say really outlandish shit. Maybe Bill Maher isn't, I don't know his stance on vaccinations or whatever, but I don't think he's anti-vax, but he could be for all that. I don't don't think he is. I don't think he is. I don't think he is. His thing, yeah, he, he's one of those dudes that try to be more, I guess, technically he's Democrat or be like centric, centrist, like a 
left centrist or however they classify it, I guess. I don't know. But yeah. he just said some shit where he just like, like he went on this whole rant about cancel culture not too long ago. And mm-hmm. he just used like the, he went on the whole rant about defund the police not too long ago. I feel like he just used like the right buzzwords. talking point, right buzzwords that the right uses and then tries to push back, like pushing back against cancel culture. I'm pretty sure he's one of those ones who said along the lines to white people. I know Joe Rogan specifically said white men won't be able to talk, but I'm pretty sure he said something very similar to that. Yeah. Um, and it's just like, we know what you really believe by yeah. the things that you are actually like, what you're saying is not that what you're saying in conversation is like what you're saying when it's just you, like when you have like your moment to speak that you have, like your soliloquy, whatever they call those things at the beginning or end of the shows that they do. It just says a lot of shit that makes you like just wander. And yeah, I'm just tired of this guy. Hmm. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Is there no, I just don't understand how you could say there has to be someone black on his staff. I'm assuming that was just, I mean, but maybe they don't have any power, but I feel like if you were on the staff and he was like, all right, I'm going to, I'm going to say this. I'm like, how could you yeah, but like, think say about all the other air? crazy shit that he said that nobody ever stopped him. Like there's nobody there to tell him it's his show. He can say whatever. How about we wants. talk about some shit that's actually segregating us? Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Because let every voice and sing isn't segregating us. <laughs> um, yeah. They should make that the national anthem. Yeah. And we're in a league where almost 80 to 90% of the players are black, my guy. Exactly. Um, who are being oppressed under this flag that you so call and this national anthem that you so call want them to sing, etc. Like it's just. I just find like the dumbest things to be upset about. All right. Hmm. I just don't get it. Yeah, I'm just I had to go back and look at the, the you know, the words to lift every voice and sing. Um and uh I know what was it? James Weldon Johnson and someone else wrote this. I can't remember who who's the other person? Jay Roseman? Jay Rosemont? I don't know um yeah yeah sure you know let's pick a new national anthem i don't know hop about the bed and turn my swag on put that you know sign me up for that i remember when they were trying to make um ignition oh god (laughs) (laughs) thank god that didn't go through that did not age well oh my god I mean, damn, it does fit how jacked up America is, but um, <laughs> honestly, that says so much about America. God, yeah, damn. but I mean, Ooh, boy. I mean, we were all trash back then, we knew what the hell R. Kelly was doing, and we were still listening to this shit, but never again. Damn, that was the time. Um, whoo, yeah. I don't know. This one to me was uh, a head scratcher, but when is it not when you're living in America? Um, This next thing on the rundown, I don't know any specifics about this other than the tweet said the Treasury is going to run out of money in October. Yeah, uh, which yeah I'm pretty they don't sure pass this infrastructure bill. They got to raise the debt ceiling. 
et cetera. Well, that's what we're like voting on to raise the debt ceiling or they'll run out of money. We this has happened before. I'm pretty sure this happened. It happens under- literally every fucking year. <laughs> yeah, I feel like this happens. And it's always Joe Manchin and yeah. some other chick, uh Christmas. Like, I don't understand why these people are Democrats because they're not. Yeah. Somebody <laughs> said they should have pledged allegiance to the bag. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Episode name. Yeah, definitely. Oh. Seriously, like, what are y'all doing? Because I was listening to um Corey Bush uh. and she was saying like they're not wanting to pass this thing and like it would help people like me, people that like live in my where I live. And she was like, I want to take Joe Manchin to where I live so he can see how it help. Because these people are so far removed from what like this money is doing for people that they have no idea what's going on. Because this would like, stop those child payment things. It would stop a lot this, of money. Yeah. They do this regularly. Like they'll always do like one off if they like they'll tweet out who has what who's in who's investing in what who's who has money where 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 they have it like we're with regards to like the uh senators and congressmen the people who are actually uh been elected as elected officials like one guy Mm -hmm. tweeted out recently about joe manchin um how his son still owns the coal business that he started uh, back when before he was a senator, et cetera. And yeah, how they he's say still he gets getting, like $500,000 a year from that. How he's still getting dividends from that. And then the guy's asking Joe Manchin the questions about it because somehow the, I don't know the exact workings of it. I, I have stayed away from politics unless it's like social politics, I guess. But I've stayed away from like in-depths of this. But the, he's asking them questions about, because somehow it's tied into like the, 3.5 trillion bill and the like the, corporate, yeah. the infrastructure bill, et cetera. And he was like, you and Joe Manchin answered, it was like, you'd be best to move on now. It was like, no, you are an elected official. Yeah, you need to answer these damn questions. In a company that we that uh Congress is trying to raise taxes on, et cetera. We're trying to get out of the coal business, et cetera. So you have a conflict of interest in this business you need right. to answer these questions i just want them i want somebody even though it probably won't matter because america's dumb anyway americans are dumb anyway i just want somebody to actually do an expose or something that just ties every senator congressperson to whatever lobby political action committee money etc i'm sure somebody's done it before i just need it to be updated every year because yeah. i need to see sorry i need to see how much money these guys have invested and in, why they're voting the way they're voting because we already know they're controlled by corporations but i want that shit blasted on billboards right and it doesn't need to be from the right or left it can be just somebody just blasting everybody just showing how corrupt all of these guys are yeah, because Kristen Cinema, they put out a tweet. She had a she held like a um, I don't know if it was a closed door meeting, but she held like a meeting with some lobbyists where she got paid like a couple few thousand dollars to speak to them, which is just crazy. Yeah, yeah, that's how they do though. 
It's not. <sighs> it's they don't care about America. No, they don't. It's about they care keeping about their pockets fat and not yeah, doing a damn want, thing. I just want somebody to do that. And just update it every year. I just wanted it to be like the biggest thing. I don't care if it's like a magazine, because as I'm watching these motherfuckers play a baseball game last night, I'm sitting there <laughs> that, thinking, that like, <laughs> the government's about to shut down. <laughs> we don't have infra- like our roads are trash. There's no child tax credit, and these dudes are fucking playing a congressional baseball game, yeah. like hugging and shit, like. What are y'all Wait, doing? was this the same game that a few years ago someone ran out and tried to? Yeah, they got yeah. shot up. That's the same one, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, never mind. I think somebody actually got killed. I was about to say some foul shit, but I don't think they oh, did. They? I don't think he. Died. I think somebody. Oh, okay. I think Steve, somebody got shot, got blasted. But you now you see why somebody would want to shoot that shit up because they <laughs> they don't do anything. Like I know the guy's crazy. It's probably awful to say, yeah. but. I mean, sometimes I don't know, man. I would never do it, but it's just like, fam, y'all are doing nothing. You're, like people are starving out here. People are dying. You can you see why somebody would get as desperate to be like, yo, y'all really playing a baseball game right now? Right. right. While we're out when people are in the damn pandemic dying. for two years. Yeah. <laughs> We're in a pandemic. Y'all want to have a yard line about whether or not you've been vaccinated or not. You're putting out bullshit into the media saying that you don't believe in vaccine mandates, et cetera. You won't wear a mask. Now, all of a sudden, you hate Marjorie Taylor Greene, but all of a sudden, you out here playing baseball games where they're warming up and shit with her. Get the fuck out of here. Like, <laughs> right. this shit's crazy. Oh, oh boy. Um, this country is nuts. And like, it really I, is. It's it so is, hard to look at any anything at all. I'm like, nothing matters at all. Like that's just I how saw I feel somebody all the time. tweet. I saw somebody tweet that the other day, and I was like, Lauren Hill was right. Nothing really matters at all. <laughs> yeah, I saw that too. Uh, yeah, I saw that too. Um, but I don't know, man. Every um, headline is just not surprising. It makes me feel very kind of like apathetic towards just about everything everything work yeah. personal like all like it really everything. affects everything because it's Cause like, like what even am at I work i'm like yeah at work i'm like what is it what does it matter it, everything just seems very trivial yeah um but um what else gosh it's now i'm like all right what, now because like now that we're talking about how mad it makes me um, but we'll just, br- I, I do want to breeze like just through the, the next, just go next. ahead and drop it because you know, like this is the I, most, Amer- if you're talking about, if we're thinking about the same thing, this is I the don't most know Amer- which one. So I'm going to let you, you pick it. Cause I don't know which one, which one are you talking about? Are we, are you looking at dog? Yeah. Well, we can talk about that. <laughs> yeah, that is, this is the most America is a fucking insane place storyline that I've ever seen. Yeah. Dog the bounty hunter is going to find Brian Laundry before the FBI. <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I hate America so much, dude. And uh, what, if he does, that would be the craziest shit ever. It would be the most American shit ever. And it would be 
Somebody said it would be crazier than Tiger King, and they're absolutely correct. And probably <laughs> in the whole, and it's probably a documentary series that Coming. he's recording now as he's looking for Brian Laundry. See, I did. And, I saw a tweet or something that they were saying he's shopping a show around while doing yeah. this, which makes sense, I guess. What whatever you know, but like if he actually found this dude, it would be the. I don't know. It would just be fitting, I think, more than anything. It would sum up the past three years of America. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it would honestly be weird if Dog didn't catch him. You know? Yeah. Right. Because uh, if people have been living under rock, or maybe they haven't, maybe they're just not on social media, but the Brian Laundry, Gabby Petito case, he's still out there. He's missing. Dog came in and said, I'm going to find him. Apparently today he claimed to have found like a campsite. I did see that the campsite didn't really turn up much, so I don't know what it is that he actually found. He found like a monster uh, drink can, and that was kind of it. Um, this case is so wild to me. I just don't get. I, I the more I think about it, I the more I think about it, I think that. His parents definitely did something wrong. Oh yeah. For sure, but I but I think he had to have lied to them when he first got back and said they broke up or whatever, yeah. whatever it is that they did because I think had he not the FBI would be really on their ass. So I think he must have he he truly must have been lying to them at some point. But the fact that they went camping with him and stuff, I don't know. It's just so it's just one of those cases where if this one never gets solved, it'll be like the fucking Jimmy Hoffa murder where yeah. it gets <laughs> explained like, fifty years later in a Martin Scorsese movie. Right. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Like, yeah, the Irishman was lit. But uh <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't know about I don't know what about this specific case. Like I obviously we talked about it, but as far as like how this guy has just all of a sudden just come up missing disappeared, disappeared vanished like he's abducted by aliens or some shit. Like they can't find anything on him. <laughs> like nothing. Yeah, and this nothing guy was on CNN this morning. It he makes was like no he's sense. Good. they were like, he's twenty-three years old. He's clearly not smart. Like how are they not finding anything? Yeah. He's not that sophisticated. It's not like he's a serial killer or like he, you know what I'm saying? It's not like he didn't leave her out there and bring the truck back yeah. and act like nothing happened. Yeah, <laughs> like he already made so many errors. That's what I think what he did is he came back. I think he, I, I think he probably told his parents, whatever, me and Gabby broke up. If she calls, like, don't pick up because I don't want to talk to her. Let's go camping. I've been really stressed about this trip. And then, but then, they and then, and then maybe he must have felt the heat and was like, all right, I'm going to go camping by myself to clear my head. And then, and I, this is giving him way too much credit. Yeah, way too much. I know, but like, because <laughs> I just can't see, I'm trying to give his parents a benefit of the doubt. And some people were saying like, oh, his parents are getting divorced. So maybe he's closer with one of them than the other. Maybe he told one parent one thing and kept the other one yeah. in the dark. Like who, who the fuck knows? But did they, yeah. prove, well, did they, did they actually prove that his parents went and picked up the Mustang from the campsite? It wasn't like a, 
Wasn't that like a story that he well, drove the he drove whatever car to the campsite and then uh, his parents went and picked it up. So that makes me think that they knew something. But it also drives me crazy. We talked about this last week that they would have nobody scouting the house. I yeah. don't care if he's a person of interest or not. Just to have nobody He was definitely the last person with her, so they should have yeah. been on his ass. As just to have nobody out there. It's no way, and let, it's no way that you can just let this guy live scot-free or like just nothing without having, I don't care if you have like a rookie a cop or somebody just sit out there yeah, on the just beat post for up. like 12 hours. Just sit <clears throat> see what's happening with the comings and goings of the house. How hard is that? Unless right. you deliberately want him to get away or, or something like that along those lines. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I honestly don't know. I like there's no way this story has some sort of normal ending where they just find him. I mean, I hope they do just find him and he's alive and they can ask all the questions, but it's just too weird. It's just too weird and too much shit going on. I, I feel that it will end normally. Something weird will happen where he will get caught doing something really fucking dumb. Yeah, I agree. I just think it's, I just think uh, you have to be very incompetent as like we've said this every week. I look at me and Lauren listen to all these crime junkie podcasts, et cetera. And there's two common themes. It's rough for women out here, especially if you're a sex worker or in a uh, social outcast as far as class wise, um, because nobody cares about you. And police are absolutely stupid. Uh, investigators, um, it's a reason why the first 48 hours are in, important and critical, because if they don't get something in 48 hours, your, your crime is never going to be solved unless you just slip yeah. up and get caught like the San Francisco Golden Gate murderer, <laughs> who just yeah. all of a sudden <laughs> throw it away. Well, but uh, yeah, that's just the, these people, they're I mean, so honestly, dumb. That's something that I have learned from watching the first 48 Whereas if you actually just lawyer up and don't say anything, you could probably get away with it because they really don't know shit. They don't know shit. Right. Like, they, they are so dumb, dude. They, like, <laughs> like, it, like if it wasn't for DNA, they would never solve a murder. You know what's crazy <laughs> is one of the first cases that used DNA to solve a murder case was in Conway, South Carolina. It was a Crystal Fate Todd case. And mm -hmm. my friend's dad was the attorney on that case. O'Brien yeah. Martin's dad was one of the first people, I think, in in America to use DNA to solve a murder case or to solve any case, I think, yeah. which is completely insane. Um, yeah, because that was yes. like in the 90s. That was like in the early 90s and no one had ever used DNA, but his dad, I guess that's their claim to fame, whatever, the first people to solve a murder case. Yeah, uh, they'd be coming out with like sketch, maybe like 6'2", white guy, blonde <laughs> hair, blue eyes, slim build. It was like, fam, you just named half of America. The fuck are you talking about? <laughs> like, they were so dumb. Oh man, um, yeah, I I don't know this case. I I look at the subreddit every day just to see people talking and what's new and what's not. Um, 
a lot of eyes on it, but I, I'm sure it will end in a very insane way. That's my only prediction for that one. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Shit, what is next? Where are we ending out here with? Um, bu- 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 okay. <clears throat> the New Jim Crow. I don't know if anyone's ever read that book, but if, if you haven't read it, but you've watched the 16th, it's, ba- it's basically the book version of the 16th. Yeah. Uh, but it's banned in North Carolina and Florida prisons and some other prisons, which I didn't see which other prisons it was banned in. But of course they would ban a book about uh uh how systemic incarceration racism. is is yeah, how incarceration rates are like just based on systemic racism in a prison. Um, that's just insane to me. Like the one thing that you can do in prison is read and learn. <laughs> right. Like, isn't prison for rehabilitation? Isn't, I mean, that's what they say. Allegedly. Allegedly. That's what they um, say. Yeah, this, is, this story kind of is insane because it reminds me of Fahrenheit 451, even though they were, like, burning books back then. But, I mean, it's the first I mean, step to no, it. And this is what Republicans do that just pissed me off that is like so fucking hypocritical and they like we see it every week it's my choice this and that my body my choice this and that and then it's oh we can't have you reading these specific book in these prisons etc like these books are banned like you can't learn about critical race theory this and that like we're gonna put a ban on these certain items this and like Nigga, either either you want less government or you don't. Like what? Right. <laughs> I, I just don't get. Yeah, like isn't that doing. Republicans' thing is that they want less government? Yeah, less government control. Less go- yeah, but yeah, you're their... controlling women's bodies and what people can read in jail. Okay, I got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Message. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's the thing. It's just that's the thing about America that will continue to drive you crazy. Mm, is, uh, like when Ted Cruz was tweeting like that, my body, my choice bullshit yesterday. I was like, Are you kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> like y'all, I was getting, like doing. I didn't even hardly text back because I was getting so heated. I was so pissed off because it's just like, dude, you're literally using the same hashtag people use when they want to get an abortion about getting a vaccine that will literally save people's lives. He knows exactly what he's doing. Yeah. Like it's not, it's not, it, it, it's very deliberate is all I got to say. And it's a, it's a slap in the face because he knows his constituents are dumb enough to go for it. Right. And they have rigged the game so much that it ain't really much that you can do about it. And if you do do something about it, like Biden winning Georgia, Georgia, they're just going to rig the game even more. Right. (laughs) And there's nothing the Democrats are going to do about it. (laughs) We just have to say they did a recount. In Arizona, and Trump lost, and Trump lost by more, and <laughs> and Joe won by more. They actually still recounting stuff. I guess yeah. Trump made him do it or whatever. And um, I think Joe had actually two hundred and something more, and uh, Trump had like eighty something less. <laughs> mm. 
So he beat your ass again. Yeah, man. This this should have drive you crazy. Because uh, it makes it makes no sense. And it's very deliberate. It's, right. It's we're gonna do this. You can't do anything about it. Democrats, you're in power, but you don't have the balls to do anything about it. You don't want to expand the court. So what Mitch McConnell say? Oh, if we take back over the Senate, Joe Biden's not going to get a um, a damn thing done. Right. Joe Biden's not going to get a damn thing done. He's also not going to get a uh, Supreme Court justice nominated. Right. So that's going to sway the court even more. Right. Right. And Democrats just sit there and bicker about it amongst each other with fake Democrats or Joe Manchin and Kristen Sinema who don't want to do anything like. And what's going to happen is people are going to stay home the next cycle and they're going to blame black people again for not coming out to vote <laughs> like right. they do every four years. And then they're going to blame young people for not coming out to vote like they do every two to four years because we get so exhausted and fed up with the same bullshit every time we put Democrats in office to do something. They do nothing. Like these motherfuckers haven't done anything since they've been lost. Not a damn thing. <laughs> Nothing. Oh, this shit is crazy. Nothing. Because <laughs> uh, I, what I keep thinking about is like, oh, no one's paid student loans in two years. Like, just let all that shit go, please. I've been me. paying. <laughs> but okay. But you've I guess been in theory, I couldn't. But in I theory, you could have just been like, I'm not. Yeah. And you wouldn't have accrued any interest or anything. They they are just pause them. Yeah, oh, it's fine. But I don't pay I don't that know, much a month. Um, last thing on living in America that I know nothing about is convicted cops still collecting retirement. I'm not surprised, but I don't know the story behind this one. It was honestly that's pretty much it. Just seeing an yeah. article that said uh, convicted cops convicted of like rape, murder, and other felonies are still collecting. Is millions, that what's considered tens of millions of dollars in um, retirement? Is that can uh, this is probably unrelated, but qualified immunity is that like something that's sort of related to that? Qualified that immunity, I don't know. I don't think so. Qualified immunity is essentially you can't sue the cop directly. Mm, okay, but, mm. yeah, <clears throat> like in the civil suit, etc. You can't <clears throat> sue the cop directly i'm pretty sure you can sue like the state uh i don't even think you can sue the police department i think you can only pretty much bring because most of these cases they're bringing charges against the state but i know qualified immunity means you can't necessarily sue the police directly okay here it says in the United States, qualified immunity is a legal principle that grants government officials performing discretionary functions immunity from civil suits unless the plaintiff yeah. shows that the official violated clearly established statutory or constitutional rights of which a reasonable person would have known. Yeah, which you would never be able to which show. Which you would never, yeah, okay. Right. <laughs> which, I, I mean, it sounds kind of similar uh not similar but like i guess loosely related but yeah. not really 
Um, okay. I just think it's crazy. It's insane. <laughs> yeah, because if you got fired for your job for whatever, whatever, like I'm sure they would probably cut off your benefits real quick. Yeah, or, the, day. or retirement or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, your job does for sure. But that's the thing, like OJ got that's what it reminds me of because OJ still collects like his pension from the NFL. Yeah. But, but that's a that's a little different than a police officer who's convicted of murder, rape, etc. on the job still collecting their right, retirement. Yeah. yeah. OJ didn't murder someone on the football field. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, I get yeah, that's definitely a, a different legal precedent. Um it's just we weird. actually do have one thing to have hope for this week. I don't know who put this on the rundown, I but did. I did see this. Oh, you did? I saw the tweet. Yeah. I'm okay. Chris is not on Twitter anymore, but every time you send a tweet, I'm like, what the fuck? I just saw this tweet. I have like <laughs> the you can still see like the trending yeah. what's trending, etc. And like in my area or just stuff that I search because they have all of your data. If you don't know that now, they have it. They They got it. Twitter is tailored. Vaccine or not, you still got a chip in you. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, But basically, Little Nas X did a performance of Jolene. I don't know what this was before. It was fire. He did it a couple Um, weeks ago. It was good. Okay. I was wondering if that was for a... uh, the NPR Tiny Desk concert, yeah. but it wasn't. I don't no, think like it was like a late night show or something. Weird. But basically, Dolly Parton can... retweeted it and was like, oh, someone sent me this. I'm so glad you did it. And basically, just like giving little Nas X props. And then um, somebody in the comments said, I'm sorry, Dolly, but this version isn't as good as yours. I don't like it. It's like, nigga, who are you? <laughs> <laughs> okay, first of all, there's never going to be a version as good as hers. Good as the and then right. be like, he wasn't trying to make it as good as hers. Like, he's not even like a do- Like, he can't sing like Dolly Parton. No, not even like, close. But the version is fire, though. I kind of liked it in this, like, baritone voice. Yeah. So, like, it was, it was actually really good. Like, if he put out, like, a version of that, I probably downloaded it because I thought it was pretty good. What's her name's version was really good. Miley Cyrus's, she killed it. Yeah, she did she, it like oh, a few yeah. years ago. She has like that twang in her voice, though, like Dolly. Yeah, yeah she killed that. Yeah. yeah. Um, Dolly yeah, Parton is her godmother. Man, have Dolly Parton and Reba ever like collabed on a track? I couldn't tell you what the history of country. <laughs> the only Reba song I know is I'm a Survivor. <laughs> I couldn't tell you. Oh man. Uh Reba and Dolly, man, those are like you know Legends. I'm not gonna say it. I'm not gonna say it. But um yeah, they can come to my they, cookout. Yeah, they've been very because <laughs> I don't want to say it out loud that they've been unproblematic, especially Dolly. Like I don't know about I honestly don't know about Reba as much, but in my gut, my soul Look, tells me that Reba Dolly, Dolly, been Dolly out got here. us the Moderna, so she's always good with me. Yeah, yeah, Dolly been out here. Reba has never been problematic. Um, I have a Reba shirt that I like to wear from time to time. If I had a, I, I'm, I need to look for a Dolly one too because. Oh yeah, they definitely got them. I know they got Dolly. Them old Dolly, like or yeah. old young Dolly. Yeah, she has 
been not even a surprise. I'm just so glad that she's her. Yeah. For the most I need, part. I need a Dolly Reba. Amazing. I need a Dolly Reba collab. Dolly Reba collab. I, I need know. Dolly and Lil Nas X to put this together. Yeah, that would be pretty yeah. cool. I know, that would be so cool. She already worked with, he He already did Billy Ray Cyrus. Might as well go to Dolly. Yeah. Who's also unproblematic, but his daughter was. <laughs> yeah, right. no, his only problem is his daughter. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that was hope, because I can take more of that. That actually made me happy this week, just yeah. looking at that damn video of Lil Nas X singing Jolene, yeah. which is, yeah. I don't even know why that's one of my favorite songs. But it is like I can listen to that shit every day. Mm, it's a banger. It is a banger. Oh man. Well, I think that Reba probably was coming to her. I mean, what the Dolly was coming to her as a woman. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was like that Barbara and Shirley or whatever. Yeah. The original yeah. I'm coming to you as a woman. Yeah. Yeah. She was like, look, uh, yeah, that was uh um, begging somebody, please don't sleep with my man. That is a wild <laughs> song. <laughs> people nowadays God, if you drop that nowadays, people would be killing you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <You're> right. <laughs> now it's don't mess with my man. <laughs> uh, well, no, because in my mind, I was thinking like irreplaceable. Like that's that's oh, the yeah. lane. Yeah. It'd be like you must you not know, know about you me. must not know about me yeah um we're a little more empowered now right but you know self-awareness is empowered empowerment i would think. yeah um some of y'all don't have any <laughs> <laughs> oh man um i don't know them yeah you don't know Let's, people who don't have Self-awareness? Oh, I 100%. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, plenty of them out here. Yeah, that's what I meant. Some of y'all don't have any self-awareness. <laughs> nah, plenty of them out here. Um, I think that'll wrap it up for us this week. Underscore group text. Is You know what I was thinking? That I was like, is it underscore? The whole time I was like, have I been saying our at wrong? I think it's just underscore group text. It it's is. not. Okay, yeah, it's underscore group text on Twitter and Instagram. Group text podcast at gmail.com. Check the show notes for all individual ads. Um, I don't know, man. Have a good retrograde, whatever the fuck that means. Um, I hate that you even told me that's what was going on. Hey, I'm just trying to, you know, make you aware of the situation. Fall is upon us. Uh, we about to start dressing, dressing. Get your leather coats out, yeah. all that stuff. Um, about to start getting, about to pull up like Blade. Get my <laughs> right. <coat>. right. <laughs> about to pull up like Blade at the Matrix party. You know? Yeah. <laughs> all black, all Not winter. Me. It's still oh, yeah. 100 degrees. It's still hot. Actually, in Charleston this weekend, it wasn't that bad. It was kind of yeah, nice but, but today I'm sure. it was 88 and tomorrow. I'm ready for the snow to hit. To be honest, I'm ready to just chill in the house. Snow. I hit. don't mind the cold. I just hate it getting dark at like 6 p.m. Yeah. yeah, I hate so, that too. Shout out to really like, 
Once yeah. I realized, once you, we, I used your North face and I was like, it was like mm-hmm. negative two degrees it, wind yeah. chill and I ain't felt shit in that North face. I was like, oh, we good. Yeah. <laughs> like, That's why I bought that jacket because like, I could just wear a t-shirt under it and it doesn't matter. Yeah. And the only know? thing is, as soon as you pull them hands out though, boy, it's yeah. a wrap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I need to get some gloves that look that feel like that, cause boy, you take them hands out. Yeah, it's a different yeah. story. Uh, but appreciate y'all listening. We'll catch you next week. Um, yeah, I think that about does it for us. Nooses. Productions Podcast.